Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries, Season 2, Episode 1. Hola a todos y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Estamos muy contentos de estar de vuelta con otro episodio y otra temporada de Coffee Break Spanish. Hoy estoy con Marina. Hola Marina. Hola, ¿qué tal, Mark? Pues estoy súper bien. ¿Y tú? Pues muy bien también, gracias. Me alegro. Pues tenemos que presentarte a nuestros oyentes, ¿no? Claro que sí. Now, Marina was with us for the first season of The Travel Diaries, but she was reading the part of Victoria in our first season. This time round, however, you've got a different uh, job to do because you are our co-host. Pues estamos muy contentos. Y yo también. Muy, muy contenta. Pues cuéntanos un poco. Tú has trabajado con nosotros en muchos proyectos, ¿no? Pues sí, llevo ya bastante tiempo y la verdad es que he formado parte de distintos proyectos y... Nada, pues aquí estoy en uno más. Muy alegre, como siempre. Perfecto. Okay, those of you who listen to uh, the masterclass will recognize Marina's voice and also our live lessons that we've been doing over on Facebook and, and YouTube. So Marina is here to help us with our travel diaries. And pues esta vez tenemos un proyecto, un viaje un poco diferente, ¿no? Sí, es un viaje un poco más largo. Esta vez vamos a ir a Sudamérica. Sudamérica, perfecto. Okay, what's going to happen, as ever, is we're going to listen to each text. So, in this case, Ainoa. Ainoa is our, our protagonist, and we're going to listen to her travel diary. And uh, we listen to the text. You'll get to hear what she says in the text. And then Marina and I are going to discuss the language and the expressions and the grammar and so on, all contained in there. Entonces, ¿vamos a empezar? Pues claro que sí, vamos a empezar. Soy Ainoa y acabo de terminar la universidad. Así que un viaje por el oeste de Sudamérica con mi amiga Luisa y su hermano Esteban parecía una buena forma de celebrarlo. Hace dos días llegamos a Perú, pero después de cruzar el charco y con el jet lag, solo dormimos. 
En cambio, ayer no paramos por Lima. Había muchas cosas para ver y poco tiempo. Madrugamos y cogimos el bus para ver el Puente de los Suspiros. La leyenda dice que si se cruza el puente aguantando la respiración, tu deseo se cumplirá. Después fuimos hacia el norte por la costa para ver el faro de la marina. También vimos Huacapuyana, las ruinas de una pirámide escalonada del siglo I. Está en medio de la ciudad, por lo que fue bastante sorprendente. Antes de continuar, comimos por el centro. Pedimos causa rellena, papa a la huancaína y cao-cao. Escogimos esos platos porque tenían un nombre peculiar, pero todo estaba buenísimo. Finalizamos el día viendo la Plaza de las Armas y la Plaza de San Martín, la Basílica de San Francisco y el Mercado Municipal Gran Mariscal Ramón Castilla. Lima es una ciudad de contrastes. Muy interesante. Uh, Marina, ¿tú conoces Lima? Pues no, por desgracia no conozco Lima, pero me gustaría muchísimo. Yo, yo tampoco, pero pues me encantaría ir a, a Perú. Y por, uh, por el momento vamos a descubrirlo por los, los textos de Ainhoa y sus amigos. Claro que sí, ellos nos acercan un poquito más a Perú. Exacto. Now, these texts are being written by native speakers of Spanish by, from Spain. So we're listening to, uh, we're experiencing South America through the eyes and through the, the voice, if you like, of a native Spanish speaker from Spain. So when it comes to some of the words, perhaps they would be pronounced differently in, in South American Spanish, but we'll come to that and we'll, we'll talk about that when we, when we reach those. For now, let's go through the text in greater detail. So if you could perhaps read each sentence one by one, we'll talk about the language contained. Soy Ainhoa y acabo de terminar la universidad. Okay, so Ainhoa is uh, an interesting name. Can you tell us a little more about this name, Marina? Yes, this name is common from the north of Spain, mm -hmm. from País Vasco. From the Basque country, okay, and it's spelled A-I-N-H-O-A, Ainhoa. So Ainhoa is from the north of Spain, from the Basque country, and she says, Y acabo de terminar la universidad, and I have just finished university. So she's just finished her studies. Así que, un viaje por el oeste de Sudamérica con mi amiga Luisa y su hermano Esteban parecía una buena forma de celebrarlo. Okay, so this sentence starts with así que. And así que is like saying therefore or so. So, un viaje por el oeste de Sudamérica. So, a journey along the west of South America. Con mi amiga Luisa y su hermano Esteban. So, with my friend Luisa and her brother Esteban. Parecía una buena forma de, cere de celebrarlo. So, parecía is from what verb? Parecer. Parecer. And uh, which tense is it? It's an imperfect tense. Mm -hmm. So it seemed, it was seeming to be a good way, una buena forma, de celebrarlo. What is it that she's celebrating? The fact that, the, that she has just finished university. 
Exactly. So the, the lo is referring to all of that. She says, acabo de terminar la universidad. And so blah, blah, blah. It's a good way to celebrate that fact, de celebrarlo. Perfecto. Ok, vamos a seguir. Hace dos días llegamos a Perú, pero después de cruzar el charco y con el jet lag, solo dormimos. Ok, so hace dos días, two days ago, we can use hace with a time to say however long ago, llegamos a Perú. We arrived in Perú. And that llegamos there, it might look like a present tense, but in actual fact, it's a past tense, isn't it? Which tense is it, Marina? It is another past tense and it confuses, it can be confusing because it looks exactly the same as the present tense for the first person of the plural. Mm -hmm. So llegamos could be we arrive or the preterite we arrived. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is here. So two days ago, we arrived in Peru. Pero después de cruzar el charco, but after crossing el charco, un charco is a puddle. Yeah, this is an interesting expression in Spanish. ¿Qué quiere decir entonces? Quiere decir, pues en español utilizamos cruzar el charco para decir que vamos a atravesar el océano Atlántico. Sí, muy bien. So we're crossing the Atlantic Ocean. I think we could also say in, in English we're crossing the pond. We refer to the Atlantic Ocean as the pond. ¿Lo sabías? No, I didn't know that. Ah, muy bien, muy bien. Pues aprendemos todos. Perfecto. Uh, so after crossing the pond or after crossing the puddle or the, the Atlantic Ocean y con el jet lag. Now, ¿hay otra palabra para jet lag? Pues no, la verdad es que en español siempre utilizamos jet lag. Jet lag, pues entonces, y es un, un nombre masculino, el jet lag. ¿Sí? sí. Perfecto. So, what did they do after crossing the channel and uh, with the jet lag? Solo dormimos. They only slept. And here again, it looks like a present tense, but it's the same case as llegamos, and it's a past tense. It is indeed. So another preterite that looks just like the present there. Solo dormimos. We, we just slept. We simply slept. So that was hace dos días, two days ago. However, ayer, yesterday, everything changed. Marina, let's have the next sentence. En cambio, ayer no paramos por Lima. Había muchas cosas para ver y poco tiempo. So, en cambio, literally in change, uh, but for a change or by contrasting that or in, in contrast, ayer no paramos por Lima. We didn't stop all the way through Lima. And that's paramos, yet another verb, which we're seeing the same situation. Parar looks, or paramos looks like the present tense, but here it's the preterite. Ayer no paramos por Lima. Marina, ¿por qué se dice por Lima aquí? Uh, because you are moving around a city, so then you would use por. Well, I would say that in this case, you could also use en Lima, but it would be a little bit confusing. So it's better por Lima because you're moving around the city. Perfecto. Earlier we saw un viaje por el oeste de Sudamérica. The idea is that you're moving along or around, in this case, probably along the west coast of, of South America. Um, although they do go inland later, as we'll find out in future episodes. But yeah, as, as you said there, por Lima, around Lima. They didn't stop all the way around Lima. And the end of the sentence, había muchas cosas para ver 
y poco tiempo. So there were many things to see and little time. So they had to fit lots into the time that they had in, in Lima. Marina, ¿podemos hablar un poco de para ver? Podríamos decir también había muchas cosas que ver. Sí, también. Y probablemente un, un nativo de español en Sudamérica diría por ver. Ah, ok, ok. So, había muchas cosas por ver, para ver y también que ver. ¿Hay alguna diferencia? No, realmente el significado es el mismo. Es Simplemente estás indicando diferentes cosas que puedes ver. Entonces, para ver o que puedes ver es finalidad. Mm -hmm. Ok, so we could use para ver, we could use uh, que ver, but also you may hear a Latin American speaker saying por ver. Sí, eso es. So, lots of things to do, but little time to do it in. Okay, so let's find out how exactly they spent their day. Madrugamos y cogimos el bus para ver el puente de los suspiros. I love this verb, madrugar. Madrugar, Marina, explain to us what madrugar means. It means to wake up early, very early. Mm -hmm. And we have a time of the day, or the night more specifically, called la madrugada. Yes, that's right. La madrugada is that period during the night when you should be sleeping, okay? So at night you can go out for dinner, but then you go back home and you go to bed. But if you're still out partying, for example, then that time would be called madrugada. Okay, so we wouldn't use the verb madrugar for to describe being out until that time, however. No, no, you can say I was partying until very late, so you can say estuve de fiesta hasta la madrugada. Mm -hmm. uh, but when we use madrugar, it means after having gone to sleep, you got up very early. That's right. So normally you have to madrugar if you go to work very early. Mm -hmm. But if you're, pues si estás uh, de fiesta hasta la madrugada y luego tienes que madrugar, pues problema, ¿no? Tienes un pequeño problema o un gran problema. <laughs> sí. So, um, Ainoa says, madrugamos y cogimos el bus para ver el puente de los suspiros. So, we got up really early y cogimos el bus. We caught the bus. I think if we were looking at uh, South American Spanish, probably we would see tomamos el bus para ver el puente de los suspiros. Uh, to see the bridge of sighs de, de los suspiros. In Latin American, We would never use the verb coger for that. Okay. Then the final sentence of this paragraph then. La leyenda dice que si se cruza el puente aguantando la respiración, tu deseo se cumplirá. Okay, we're talking about la leyenda, the legend. So the legend says, la leyenda dice que si se cruza el puente, if one crosses the bridge or if the bridge is crossed, Aguantando la respiración, so la respiración is respiration or breath, and if you aguantar la respiración, that's you holding your breath, tu deseo se cumplirá. Your wish will come true, your wish will be granted. Muy bien. Pues me parece muy interesante. A mí me gustaría mucho ir a ver el puente de los suspiros y, claro, aguantar la respiración. Pues sí, pero esperemos que no sea muy largo. <laughs> Exacto. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a moment with the next section of the text. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. Pues hoy estamos en Lima, en Perú, con Ainhoa y sus amigos. Entonces vamos aquí a seguir con el texto, por favor. Después fuimos hacia el norte, por la costa para ver el faro de la marina. Okay, we're seeing por again here. Por and para are two words that every learner of Spanish has come across and every learner of Spanish probably uh, wishes they hadn't come across sometimes. But por is really useful for this idea of going along or through as we've seen. So I know it says después fuimos hacia el norte. Afterwards, we went towards the north por la costa, along the coast. Para ver, in order to see, el faro de la marina. So the faro is the lighthouse and it's the marina lighthouse. So in this one sentence we've got por and we've got para, both doing very different jobs. And interestingly, neither of them are translated as for. Because we always think of por and para being translated as for. But here, neither of them are for. Por la costa, along the coast, para ver in order to see the faro de la marina. ¿Es, ¿Es tu faro? Pues sí, eso parece. <laughs> <laughs> pues entonces, Marina, puede, puede, podemos seguir con la, la próxima frase. Vamos. También vimos Huaca Pugyana, las ruinas de una pirámide escalonada del siglo I. 
Muy bien. Okay, so we've got our first interesting location here. También vimos Oaxacana. Uh, so this is a, a ruin, un, las, ruin, las ruinas de una pirámide, es a pyramid, escalonada. Now I'm sure you're familiar with the types of pyramids that are, are kind of stepped. So it's a stepped pyramid del siglo I, from the first century. Está en medio de la ciudad, por lo que fue bastante sorprendente. Okay, this is interesting. Está en medio de la ciudad. It's in the middle of the city. Está en medio de la ciudad. Por lo que fue bastante sorprendente. And for that reason, the fact that it's in the middle of the city, it was quite surprising. I guess you don't expect to see a, a, a pyramid in the middle of the city. It's surprising, yeah. <laughs> okay. Antes de continuar, comimos por el centro. So before going on, antes de continuar, comimos por el centro. So there we have another preterite, but this time there is a difference between the preterite and the, the present tense of comer. If we were using the present tense and said, we eat around the center, we would say... Comemos por el centro. Okay, so for example, cada, cada tarde comemos por el centro. We eat every day, every lunchtime in the, the center. But here we've got we ate in the preterite. And therefore it is... Comimos. Okay, let's just run through the full conjugation of comer in the preterite tense. So I ate... Yo comí. You ate... Tú comiste... He or she ate. El o ella comió. Now watch that one, comió. And then we ate. Nosotros comimos. You all ate. Vosotros comisteis. And they ate. Ellos comieron. Okay, and of course we would have the usted and ustedes form in there as well for the third person in each case. Now, because we're talking about preterites, let's also do a quick review of the AR verbs. We had an ER verb there, comer. Let's go back to another AR verb, parar, that we've seen in, in this episode too. So let's go through the, the preterite form of parar. I stopped. Yo paré. You stopped. Tú paraste. He, she or you polite stopped. Él, ella, usted Paró. We all stopped. Nosotros paramos. You all stopped. Vosotros parasteis. And they or you, plural, polite, stopped. Ellos, ellas, ustedes pararon. Okay, so pararon. And of course, uh, the, the you, plural, polite would just be you, plural, if we're talking in, in Latin American Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, so ustedes would be used there. And here we also have another por, that could be changed to an N, so you could say comimos en el centro. But if we use por, this gives us the idea of like we are moving around the center. It's not like specifically in a place in the center. Okay, so they are eating in the center and let's find out what they ate because some of these dishes sound amazing. Pedimos causa rellena. Papa a la huancaína. Y cau cau. Marina, ¿conoces estos platos? Pues tengo que decir que solo he probado 
uno de ellos, causa rellena, que de hecho en España se, se conoce como causa limeña, por ser de limeña, Lima. De, de Lima, sí. Ajá. Ok, so, el, el Lima causa. ¿Y causa qué es? Es como una ensaladilla. Sí, es parecido. Tiene patata, tiene mayonesa, pollo. Está muy bueno, la verdad. I'm not entirely sure if we call this a Russian salad in English. Uh, I've seen Olivier salad as well, but basically it's uh, diced vegetables with mayonnaise and, uh, and as you say, in this case, in the, the Causa Rellena, um, it has uh, chicken or perhaps tuna as well sometimes. Yeah, in Spain we call it um, ensaladilla rusa and it's similar to this Causa Limeña, but the one I tried, it was with chicken, yeah. It was just chicken, okay, okay. Then they also had papa a la huancaina. So huancaina is the adjective that links to the town of Huancayo. And do you know what papa a la huancaina is? I actually haven't tried this dish, but uh, I guess that as papa is how we say uh, potato in Latin American Spanish. So probably papa a la huancaina. It's, as you said, something related to the style they cook potatoes in Huancayo. I am led to believe that it has a, a yellow, spicy, cheesy sauce. And it is often served with, with black olives and uh, boiled egg on top. Wow, amazing. And finally, we have cao cao. ¿Sabes lo que es? No, la verdad es que tampoco lo he probado. Pues me parece que cao cao is a type of stew made from tripe. So there we go. I'm not sure if... Uh, I, I know that Victoria and Abel had lots of tripe in, <laughs> in their journey through the north of Spain. And we're back to the tripe here. Um, but it's apparently a must-try for adventurous eaters um, who are visiting Peru. Excellent. Let's continue on. Escogimos esos platos porque tenían un nombre peculiar. Pero todo estaba buenísimo. So it sounds like Ainoa and her friends decided to choose those dishes because they had a, a peculiar name. They were interesting names for them. But everything was delicious. Todo estaba buenísimo. Finalizamos el día viendo la Plaza de las Armas y la Plaza de San Martín, la Basílica de San Francisco y el Mercado Municipal Gran Mariscal Ramón Castilla. Muy bien, pues muchos lugares. Very, very interesting to find out these different places. We'll need to find out more about them, so I'm going to look them up after this episode. Um, so we ended the day, finalizamos el día, viendo la Plaza de las Armas. So literally the square of the arms. La Plaza de las Armas y la Plaza de San Martín. And the, the square of San Martín. La Basílica de San Francisco, so the St. Francis's Basilica, y el Mercado Municipal Gran Mariscal Ramón, Ramón Castilla. So a municipal market. I love going to markets when, when I'm traveling because they're just so rich in smells and tastes and flavors and colors. It's a great place to take photos. Pues lo que dice Ainhoa al final de este texto, pues me parece que tiene perfectamente razón. Sí, dice, Lima es una ciudad de contrastes. So it's a city of contrasts. Perfecto. Pues lo que hacemos ahora es reescuchar el texto y así como ya hemos hablado del vocabulario y de la gramática, ya todo estará muy claro. Vamos a ver.
Soy Ainoa y acabo de terminar la universidad. Así que un viaje por el oeste de Sudamérica con mi amiga Luisa y su hermano Esteban parecía una buena forma de celebrarlo. Hace dos días llegamos a Perú, pero después de cruzar el charco y con el jet lag, solo dormimos. En cambio, ayer no paramos por Lima. Había muchas cosas para ver y poco tiempo. Madrugamos y cogimos el bus para ver el Puente de los Suspiros. La leyenda dice que si se cruza el puente aguantando la respiración, tu deseo se cumplirá. Después, fuimos hacia el norte por la costa para ver el Faro de la Marina. También vimos Huacapuyana, las ruinas de una pirámide escalonada del siglo I. Está en medio de la ciudad, por lo que fue bastante sorprendente. Antes de continuar, comimos por el centro. Pedimos causa rellena, papa a la huancaína y caucao. Escogimos esos platos porque tenían un nombre peculiar, pero todo estaba buenísimo. Finalizamos el día viendo la Plaza de las Armas y la Plaza de San Martín, la Basílica de San Francisco y el Mercado Municipal Gran Mariscal Ramón Castilla. Lima es una ciudad de contrastes. Pues ya está. That has been our first text, our first chapter of our new Travel Diary series. And we hope that you've enjoyed uh, listening to the adventures of Ainoa as they arrive in uh, Lima. Uh, Marina, ¿te ha gustado? A mí la verdad es que me ha encantado descubrir estos sitios y estos platos tan peculiares que estoy deseando probar. A mí también. Okay, now if you're wondering how you can get more out of the Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries, you can head over to the Coffee Break Academy, where we've got the full course version of this available, and you can access the lesson notes, which provide extra materials and, and further help with the, the words and phrases contained in each lesson, and also our video version, which will help you practice your pronunciation as you read aloud with Ainoa as she reads each sentence. So all of that is at the Coffee Break Academy at coffeebreakacademy.com. Com. Don't forget that you can follow the Travel Diaries on Instagram too. Each week we're posting photos of the amazing places visited by Ainoa, Luisa and Esteban on the Coffee Break Languages Instagram account. Perhaps you've been to one of these places too. Let us know. Search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram and we look forward to your comments. We will be back next time with the next installment of their journey and they'll be moving on from Lima to another place that I've always wanted to visit in Peru. But more of that next time. Marina, como siempre, muchas gracias. Muchísimas gracias a ti. <laughs> y estaremos de vuelta la próxima vez. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hold up. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.